Hi, Laura. Hi, Dickie. So good to see you. You too. So I've heard you're starting a podcast. It's true. And I'm here to help you with that. Thank you. <laughs> We've known each other for a long time. And learning about this new uh, podcast is so exciting. It's called Future Tripping. It's called Future Tripping. Exactly. So what's the name mean? Well, we know that part of what can increase suffering for humans is when we leave the present moment and when we start anticipating and we start getting into that, what is going to come. I'm kind of the queen of that in terms of being a catastrophic I swear thinker. To God, just my, my mind was just blown because <laughs> like, I think I live in the future. Yes. Like, I think I just learned that, you know. <laughs> God. Yes. You're so right. Well, so I, oh my God. It's so clear. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it's like to, to take nothing away from like this present moment on any given day can be a lot. And also part of what we want to talk about with the podcast is how to mitigate unnecessary harm, you know, unnecessary suffering and whatever tradition you're from, whoever your ancestors are, whatever spirituality or religion one of the common themes is that we inevitably increase our suffering and our vulnerability when we start future tripping. And it is very hard to not do that. And the hope is that with the podcast, we'll try to bring it back to present moment. And while there's so much that's out of our control right now, and honestly, so much that's just out of control, we always do get to make choices about how we engage. And I think that's where some of the power will come from. Wow. That's, that's deep. I mean, <laughs> I swear to God, I mean, I've been dealing with stuff myself, but it's so clear when it comes from a pro all the time that we spend just anticipating a problem that, <laughs> uh, you know, just fears. It's going to be great for people to, you know, to get one-on-one with you. Um, Cause I know you're going to be taking requests from people or questions, which I can't wait to add mine to the list. In addition, I am looking forward to the experts and learning a lot more about how to manage because I think a lot of us are struggling knowingly or unknowingly, you know what I mean? And then once you, once you do know it, then what? You know, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's probably a million stages and some people don't even know what one looks like or where it starts or they might have just realized it on stage five. So having your expertise is going to be amazing. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the podcast One of the reasons I wanted to start the podcast is because with the work I'm doing, where I'm working with every field you can imagine, and that I'm also doing a lot of work with individuals and communities, both adults and adolescents, I'm just seeing the overwhelm increase and increase and increase. And it has to do certainly with some of the larger things that are unfolding in the world in terms of the climate crisis and systematic oppression, structural supremacy, and democracies dissolving. And those things aren't new, but they're surfacing in really horrifying ways and escalating. And then there's been these last two years. One of the biggest hopes I have for the podcast is that it can really help interrupt isolation. And I think we all know that one of the most damaging things is when we feel isolated. And that can be anything related to trauma, overwhelm, 
and also anything related to oppression is when folks are isolated, that is when so much harm can happen. And so to me, that is one of my biggest priorities with a podcast is to do what I can to try to interrupt isolation wherever folks are in their realm of overwhelm is to really remind folks whatever you've got going on, not like however you're waking up in the morning and feeling, you're in really, really good company. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's amazing. I mean, I get the isolation angle because a lot can go wrong when it's just you and your mind 24-7, which is, I think, what you're addressing. I got a whole bunch of stuff going on. I'm trying to keep it together, uh, and, and which we've all been doing, quite frankly. And then you add on the, on top of it the fears of mortality, <laughs> illness, financial stresses, you name it. There are a million of them. So if you're left to your own devices, stressing, it's like, where do you turn? What do you do? And I think your expertise is exactly what folks need. And I, and I really hope uh, that they can engage with the podcast on that level and learn and like just have a better day if that's what you need that day or perhaps just you know taking a giant leap to a bigger solution. You could probably tell people what that spectrum looks like mm -hmm. a little better than I can. You know, for me... I come to the work I do from a very personal place. So it's not conceptual, it's not theoretical. And I started doing this work formally when I was 18 and have done it now for 34 years. And that was in primary trauma work of all kinds and also always within this larger framework of working around oppression and liberation theory. And then the way I got into vicarious trauma and other levels of the work I do is because I had my own near psychotic break. And so part of what means so much to me about this podcast is to try to offer very concrete steps and have it be from a place, whoever you're listening to, it'll be from a place that's personal. We're really trying to get windows in so it can be an experience where you're relating to the folks who are on our podcast. And I think we want to acknowledge that the last two years have been very, very hard. And also, I, I don't know anybody who was in a state of nirvana before that, right? So I think a lot of people came into these yeah. last two years tired and depleted. Yeah. And the other piece, you know, that I hope we can talk about in the podcast too, is what it means to be present day with everything that's unfolding, but also acknowledge there's a lot of intergenerational transmission of trauma. You know, there's intergenerational Absolutely. transmission of oppression. There's this sure. larger Eight conversation of epigenetics. Yeah. Exactly. So the hope is that folks will be able to leave with some very concrete, practical takeaways. And we're going to try to really be inclusive for both adults as well as adolescents. And Which I'm, I'm loving the whole idea. Yeah. Neuroscientists tell you that adolescence goes up till age 25 and it starts as early age nine or 10. And it's really important to me to try to create some space and some conditions where folks who are in that younger age group during adolescence can see themselves and to try to also really get something that might be helpful from this. I've got two kids and in a couple year period, they lost a number of people in their lives to suicide and that of course, it's not a unique experience, whether things are that extreme or just being able to speak to everything right now that is weighing so heavily on young people. 
I want to do what I can to have at least every other week focused on something that might be really, really helpful for young people. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds amazing. I mean, it really is a huge need. It's like an open void that needs to be filled. So I'm very happy that you're doing it. I know the force that you are. It's the kind of force people need like at their back, you know what I mean? And by their side. (laughs) So if you can deliver it in this medium, I'm all for it. And I'm actually looking forward to listening every minute to it. Thank you. I look forward to learning more and hope your listeners can get some help and get some solace. Thank you. From what you've got to offer. Thank you. I love you. I love you too.